Hello, everyone, to this episode of China VC and Tech News Roundup. I'm Eudora Wang, sitting in for Nina Xiang. Here are the hottest news headlines for the week of December the third to December the seventh. The first one: China unveiled a series of sweeping punishments that could restrict the company's access to borrowing and state funding support due to serious intellectual property violations, as Washington calls for China's action on the issue after the door sealed a truce to halt the long-standing trade dispute. The crackdown came on the heels of a truce declared by the two countries at the Group of Twenty summit on December the second. The United States decided to hold off on its tariff action for at least 90 days after China agreed to negotiate issues like IP theft, forced technology transfer, and cybersecurity. China's macroeconomic management agency, the National Development and Reform Commission, along with 37 other government bodies such as the Central Bank and Supreme Court, introduced a total of 38 punishments that are expected to come into force before the end of December. According to the policy, government bodies can jointly impose one or more punishments on the designated IP violator in accordance with the corresponding laws and regulations. The country's IP infringers may be prohibited from issuing bonds or other financing tools and participating in government procurement. They also can be banned from accessing government financial support, foreign trade, registering company, auctioning land, or trading properties. Meanwhile, a list of violators are to be recorded and posted on the government website as a reference for financial institutions for consideration regarding lending or access to foreign exchange. The second one, China Mobile Communications Corporation, one of the three largest telecom operators in China. Is to set up a 10 billion RMB, that is 1.46 billion US dollars, industrial fund for the first phase of the country's 5G sector, says Shang Bing, chairman of China Mobile, in a conference in Guangzhou on December the fifth. The fund will be used to accelerate 5G network application for users and incubate innovative 5G-related enterprises, said Shang Bing. The state-owned telecom giant will carry out the construction of the 5G scale trial network and the 5G network test between 2.6 gigahertz and 4.9 gigahertz, approved by the authority, according to a 5G pioneer plan announced earlier this year by wireless technology company Qualcomm and China's leading original equipment manufacturers in the industry. The first batch of China Mobile self-built 5G-compatible products, such as 5G smartphones and pads, will be unveiled in the first half of 2019. The third one, China Mingsheng Financial Holding Corporation, plans to raise a 1 billion US dollars fund by setting up a shell company for initial public offerings on stock exchanges in New York and London. According to a report by the Financial Times, quoting the group's chief executive Zheng Li, established in 1998 and headquartered in Shanghai, China Mingsheng Financial Holding Corporation, also called CM Financial, has an investment bank and an asset management firm listed on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. CM Financial listed its first special-purpose acquisition company, China Seven Star Holdings Limited, on the Nasdaq in 2017. The next one, 
Zhang Shoucheng, a renowned Chinese physicist and founding chairman of venture capital firm Danhua Capital, passed away on December the first at the age of 55 after fighting the battle with the depression, according to a statement issued by Zhang's family on December the sixth. We are heartbroken to inform you that our beloved Shoucheng passed away unexpectedly this past Saturday, December the first, after fighting the battle with the depression. Said Zhang's family in the statement, Danhua Capital issued an obituary notice on the same day, saying that they are currently in close connection with Zhang's family to provide them with all the support and help they need. Danhua Capital is still under normal operation. Zhang founded venture capital firm Danhua Capital in the United States in 2013. The company has invested in some of China's and Silicon Valley's most promising startups in areas like consumer and fintech, artificial intelligence, big data, life science, and cybersecurity. Backed many big-name blockchain projects such as Neo, Elf, and Ontology, the Palo Alto-based company has pulled money in 34 blockchain-focused firms out of an aggregate of 113 companies as of February 2018, according to information available on Chinese corporate database Tianyancha. The next one. Chinese venture capital firm Gaorong Capital has raised 500 million U.S. dollars for its fourth U.S. dollar fund, according to an announcement it posted on WeChat. The new fund came after the company closed a 560 million RMB third RMB denominated fund in May. After the new fund closing. Gaorong will continue to focus on investing in new consumption, new technology, and industrial internet and enterprise services sectors. The firm currently manages 2.2 billion U.S. dollars in total, including four U.S.D. funds and four RMB funds. Next one. China's Tsinghua University is planning to invest 4 billion RMB, that is 584 million U.S. dollars, in Japan's artificial intelligence and robotics ventures over the next few years, and is said to become one of the biggest backers behind the country's high-technology startups. Japanese financial publication Nikkei Asian Review reported. The Japanese report said that the target fields of the investment will also include fintech, the intersection of information technology and finance. The Beijing-based university will also consider managing buildings that house cutting-edge companies down the road and launching a major investment fund. A next one. The Chinese banking and insurance regulator issued new regulations on commercial banks' wealth management subsidiaries, allowing funds from products publicly sold by the subsidiaries to be directly invested in the stock market. The long-awaited new rules from the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission changed the previous regulations, which only gave the green light to funds raised from privately sold bank wealth management products to be invested in China's stock market. The rules are basically consistent with its previous draft version, which was issued by the regulator on October the 19th to seek feedback from the public. The rules stipulate that the minimum registered capital of wealth management subsidiaries is one billion RMB, that is 140 million U.S. dollars. 
The newly introduced rules also relax the ceiling of investing in debt assets not traded in the interbank market or stock exchange market, including credit assets, trust loans, and bankers' acceptance. Specifically, wealth management subsidiaries of Chinese commercial banks can issue products which use no more than 35% of their net assets to invest in those debt assets, compared with the previous upper limit of 4%. The wealth management subsidiaries of China's commercial banks are like holding a super license of trust plus public offering," said Zheng Gang, director of China Research Office under the country's think tank Chinese Academy of Social Sciences, in an interview with the Chinese local publication eTai.com. It is beneficial for the commercial banks to develop asset management services by setting up wealth management affiliates because it can help reduce risks and return the business core of the commercial banks back to asset management," Zheng said. The next one, China's mobile marketing firm Mobista is seeking to raise up to 1.62 billion Hong Kong dollars, that is 210 million US dollars, in an initial public offering in Hong Kong, according to an amended regulatory filing filed on November the 30. According to the filing, the Guangzhou-based company is planning to sell a total of 318 million shares, including 31 million Hong Kong office shares and 287 million international office shares, at a price between 3.9 Hong Kong dollars and 5.1 Hong Kong dollars apiece. Founded in 2013 and listed on China's new third board in 2015, Mobista primarily engages in global mobile digital marketing and overseas game publishing to provide solutions of global user acquisition and traffic monetization for advertisers and app developers. Mobista first filed its prospectus in late June. The company booked 313 million US dollars total revenues in 2017, representing a compound annual growth rate of 36.8% compared with the 167 million US dollars in 2015. The company's profit increased from 8.7 million in 2015 to 27 million in 2017 and then reached the 10.1 million US dollars in the six months ending June 30, 2018. The company plans to use the net proceeds of the IPO to enhance its strengths in big data and artificial intelligence-related technologies and IT infrastructures. It will also enhance and improve its mobile advertising and mobile analytics platform and make additional strategic investments and acquisitions. The next one, Kakin, a Shanghai-based logistics information and services platform operator, has completed a 1 billion RMB, that is 144 million US dollars, Series C round of funding, led by End Financial and Centurion Capital, announced the company. Other investors, such as Sequoia Capital China, Tebang Securities Company and Shanghai Tengyi Industrial Company also participated in the round. Following this round, Kekin will forge a strategic cooperation with MyBank, a banking branch of End Financial. 
Keqing will carry out data-driven logistics solutions and financial services such as free digital payment, freight credit, and truck purchase credit for small logistics companies and drivers on and financial mobile payment platform Alipay. Founded in 2015, Keqing operates a logistics cloud platform and a mobile app to provide logistics information for small and medium-sized logistics companies. Its online portal and mobile app are one-stop shops for logistics solutions such as order management, digital management, vehicle management, supply chain overlook, and capital turnover management. With services in 25 provinces in China, the company claims to have generated an annual revenue of around 10 billion U.S. dollars in 2017, mainly from its logistics cloud platforms, digital payments, financing, and value-added services. In the past three years, it has provided services to over 10,000 micro logistics firms, 1 billion drivers, and more than 6,000 logistics vehicles, according to the company. The next one, China's Jiangsu Province has granted the first batch of road test licenses for intelligent large-scale commercial vehicles such as vans and buses. Three Chinese companies, including Suzhou-based and Sequoia-backed unmanned truck maker Plus AI Corporation, bus maker Haiger Bus Company Limited, and Xiamen Golden Dragon Bus Company, have received the road test licenses from China's Intelligent Transportation System Center, a research institute for the intelligent driving industry. The ITS center has been jointly established by the Highway Research Institute of the Ministry of Transport and the Municipal Government of Changzhou. Currently, the institute is constructing self-driving test bases, including closed test sites, semi-open test sites, and open test sites, utilizing 5G network and intelligent recognition. And next. Transwiseway, a Chinese firm that develops transportation information service systems and applications for traffic monitoring projects, has secured a 102 million U.S. dollars Series A round of financing led by Ant Financial, an Internet of Vehicles-focused industry development fund set up in late August by the country's intelligent transportation systems provider, China Transinfo Technology Corporation, also joined the new financing round. The investment comes at a time when China has grown into the world's largest road transportation market, with a market size of 731 billion U.S. dollars in 2017, according to a report jointly released by Bayan and Company and China's G7 Networks. Transwiseway, formerly known as Beijing Transwiseway Information Technology Company, was founded in 2004 and launched an IOV platform in 2014 to collect and analyze data from connected vehicles in real time to help clients improve safety and decision making. Clients can access a range of transportation information, including traffic, weather, route, and driver safety data, through a web interface, smart devices, or terminals inside their trucks. The company's cloud-based solutions facilitate third-party app development, helping companies improve efficiency and reduce costs.
The company's platform currently collects transportation data from over 95% of heavy-duty freight cars in 31 provinces across China for clients including municipal transportation administrative agencies, transportation firms and other government-owned authorities and enterprises. The next one, Zhang Tong Jiayuan, a Chinese mobile internet interactive platform for early childhood education, has secured a 100 million US dollar Series D round of financing from Chinese private equity firm Centurion Capital. Zhang Tong Jiayuan, which literally means bridging families in hand in Chinese, was launched in 2014 by Chinese high-tech enterprise Xiamen Shenzhou Ego Software Technology Company to connect parents, kindergartens and preschool teachers. The platform initially acted as an online diary for teachers to share videos and photos of kids' daily activities and for parents to follow closely with the growth of their children. It then developed into a comprehensive education platform, providing a range of services like children's growth records, parenting experience exchanges, kindergarten school management and introductory curriculum. The platform currently provides services to over 80,000 early childhood education institutions in more than 2,100 counties and districts across China. It connects 13 million parents users and 1 million preschool teacher users, according to the company's website. The final one, Lingfeng Capital a Chinese private equity firm with a focus of investing in China's fintech, consumer finance and innovative technology, has reached the first closing of its debut fund at 134 million US dollars, according to an SEC filing on November the 29th. The new fund, named Lingfeng Capital Partners Fund 1, initially targeted to raise 150 million US dollars when it kick-started the first sale on September the 28th. Lingfeng Capital is yet to disclose the detailed information of the fund. Lingfeng Capital is a Beijing-based private equity firm founded in July 2015 by Ma Ning, formerly with Goldman Sachs, with a registered capital of 50 million RMB, that is 7.25 million US dollars. Companies under Lingfeng Capital's portfolio include Chinese e-commerce retailer JD Finance, Big Data Credit Assessment Service Provider WeCash, Machine Learning Software Startup For Paradigm, and Medical Health Technology Platform WeDoctor, according to the company's website. That's all the headlines for the past week on China's VC and tech sectors. If you find this podcast interesting and useful, we would be very much appreciated if you can give us a rating or write us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you get your podcast. We will also thank you if you can help us spread the words by telling your friends about this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Until next week.